This episode is brought to you by Metal Central. Metal Central, located in Jasper, is your source for metal roofing that lasts a lifetime. Metal Central also offers metal building packages, custom trim, doors, and more to complete any job. Call Metal Central for a quote today. 205-385-7575. That's 205-385-7575. and welcome back to another episode of the Game Managers Podcast where we talk Alabama and Auburn and SEC football and other sports every week. My name is Nick. This is another episode that I'm in because I'm a sports writer or whatever I usually say. And <laughs> what with the me heck is, are you saying right now? With me as always are my great friends, Auburn fan Justin Knight. Hey guys. And Alabama fan Aaron Patterson. Sup? This is oh, a scrappy episode. Got, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm, uh, I'm I'm struggling here. I'm throwing everything together the last second. Uh, I've been at birthday Jeez. parties all day. It's ten o'clock at night. Ten o'clock at night. Just got back from the, like, basically yeah. what equated to the third third uh, birthday party of the day, and I'm very tired. Um, but that's okay. So we're gonna have a great, hopefully short episode. Hopefully very short. I'm all for short as possible. So let's go ahead. Um, let's jump in to the news. I'm going to start out with a little bit of uh, somewhat sad news. Kobe Bryant's memorial uh, for him and his daughter Gigi was this week. Did you guys watch any of this or watch some of the highlights? Uh, I did not. I, I watched some of the highlights. It happened when I was in class, so I didn't get to watch it live. But uh, Michael Jordan spoke, Shaq spoke, uh, his wife spoke there was a lot of a lot of really uh heartfelt uh messages that was uh, spread about kobe and his daughter they i think it was like twenty thousand they packed into uh staples arena yeah staples center whatever it's called um and those were mostly all like people he knew personally although there was some like lotto tickets that got to go in and everybody that um paid for the lot of tickets it all went to like kobe's foundation i believe the money proceeds hmm. but then there was thousands surrounding uh outside the arena so pretty cool um yeah I'd, I'd recommend going back and watching some of that if you get a chance especially uh shacks and jordan's speeches they're both both really good yeah uh also his wife is suing the helicopter um company uh, mm-hmm. i saw that yeah, um, um, she's claiming it was uh, reckless uh, piloting. I don't have it right yeah, here in front of me. Um, the problem is that helicopter was made in 91, so of course it's not going to have all the functions that she would have hoped it would have had. And, and essentially, I mean, it's the pilot's fault for flying in those conditions. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's you know, we'll never know the full story of what really happened, um, yeah. which is sad, but... Um, you know, you never know if if he made the choice to fly in those conditions, if he was instructed to fly in those conditions. I mean, there's I a, yeah, I mean, he enough. reached out and asked, and he was given the okay. Yeah, oh yeah. So I, I imagine, it's not... and I've also heard, you know, Kobe flew with him a lot. 
Yeah. I, uh, I imagine the wife knew him personally because I'm sure she flew oh, yeah. with him. I'm sure. Well, and, um, um, and then some other player yeah, uses Kawhi, the same pilot. Kawhi Leonard was used to. Kawhi? Uh, yeah, so. He used to fly with him a lot. So he had been known by a lot of players. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. I don't know how that came out. That came out. That news came out during the memorial or right before it. I don't think that she like announced it or that anybody announced it. I think that I don't know. Maybe this was word of mouth. Like she was talking to somebody at the memorial and it was overheard, or maybe her lawyer just released a statement. I really don't know. Um, but uh, yeah. So that's um, last I checked. That's what she's planning on doing. Um. Also, this past week, on a lighter note, we had the Wilder Fury fight. Uh, did you guys did you guys get to watch any of this? I saw some of it on um, Periscope. Okay. I watched highlights. Yeah, I watched highlights too. I stayed up and I I waited to hear who won, but I didn't end up buying it. I was out of town. Yeah, uh, Wilder got uh got, got destroyed. Him. Yeah, he yeah. sure did. Which um, Fury was an animal. He was licking his blood and everything. That's <laughs> great. Absolute monster. Yeah, uh, this has been talked to death, so I don't want to talk into it too much. It's old news at this point. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, that was brutal. And I'll tell you what's been annoying me is all the excuses that Wilder's been making. Like, uh, oh, yeah. one of them was, uh, you know, well, my, my costume I wore was like 40 pounds. It made my knees weak when I got into the ring. Into the ring. It's like, just admit that you wasn't the better guy that night. Like you can, you can still believe in your mind that you're the better fighter, but just own up to it. I got, I got destroyed. Like, but you know, um, I, when yeah. you've got a record like that, you've never been defeated. You don't, I, you probably don't even think that anybody could be better than you. Even when you get beat, you're probably looking for any, uh, you know, explanation of what happened outside of that. I just got manhandled so yeah we're probably getting a part three so i'll be interested to see I, if we do I, I want some space some breathing room between now and then i want to see wilder evolve a little bit because if they get back in the ring right now i mean it's going to be the same result it seems to me it'll, so it'll probably be about a year and a half that's what i'd like i'd like it at least a year and a half you don't want to wait too long where you know the hype dies out completely but you want you want yeah. some breathing room there yeah, and I mean, sometimes I think who they don't care if they lose or not because they got paid millions of dollars. So I mean, yeah. No, they they both uh, made a lot of money, and they'll make even more off part three, most likely. That's the thing about boxing; you can lose and still make millions of dollars. Yeah. <laughs> so they don't. Yeah. I mean, as long as it's still hyped up, they'll be getting paid plenty. Well, um. Some exciting news for uh, Auburn Athletics. Auburn's Allison Mallard, I think, uh, Maylard, I think is how you say it, uh, went, won the SEC title to open the Swim and Dive Championship. She got the first yeah. place finish in the women's one-meter event Tuesday night, so congratulations to her and to Auburn. Yeah, Auburn, yeah, Auburn won the overall SEC in swimming, I think. Yeah, I believe so. so um, yeah. They've always had a strong swim team. Um, in other news, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna skim through the, all these quickly because, like I said, I want this episode to be short and sweet. Um, XTCU quarterback Trayvon Boykin has been sentenced to prison for three years after pleading guilty to charges of beating his girlfriend. Whoa! 
Yes. I Wait, who does he play for? Hmm? Who does he play for? Yeah. Um, currently, I don't know. Um, I guess nowhere now. Uh, Wait, Seahawks. Where he, he was with the Seahawks. Who's this? Trayvon Boykin. Trayvon Boykin. He was. He was oh, yeah. TCU. 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 Yeah. yeah. Oh, so gosh. he will be going to the pen for three years, and I say, good. He won the 2014 national championship with. Oh gosh! TCU. Shut up. No, he didn't. He really? uh, he did beat his girlfriend though. So. Yeah. So. Oof. Um, what else we got here? Jerome Allen um, has been hit with a 15-year show-cause penalty <laughs> for Oof. taking bribes at uh, the University of Pennsylvania. Man. He was tied in with uh, that Auburn assistant that was in trouble last year. Uh, oh, yeah. For Pearl. I can't remember who it was. doesn't matter. Yeah. But 15 years. I mean, that's basically a lifetime ban. Man. Yeah. He, he's not hurting because he's an assistant coach for an NBA team. I can't remember who, so he's fine. But That's a long time. And also, when after that 15 years is over, he has to sit out 50% of his games. Mm. <laughs> so, Man, they laid it on him. He's not, yeah, he's not coming back to college basketball. No. Uh, speaking of college basketball, Alabama pulled off the win tonight over South Carolina, 90-86. to They're now 16-13. and Justin, I know we talk about this every week, but it's always evolving. What is Alabama's chances of making the tournament? Well, if I pull up their schedule here, so the, today they beat a, I think it was like 16 and 11 South Carolina team. 17 and 12 so, now, yeah. 17 and 12, yeah. So, you know, it's not a impressive win, mm-hmm. and Alabama's at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. They okay. play... Vandy and Missouri both coming up. Yeah, and two weak <laughs> games there as well. So um, I think their only chance is, of course, winning out. And then they need to win against, right now, they'll be playing Tennessee in the SEC tournament in their first game. If they win that, they're looking somewhat decent. But then if they were to win that, they would have to play Kentucky the next game. So as of right now, I'd say it's not looking so good. Yeah, that seems to be the general consensus is that, I mean, anything's possible, but it's just, it's not likely. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, there's, they're going to have to have a lot of teams ahead of them lose this yeah. next, this next week. They need some help. Weeks. Yeah, so. Um, a team that does not really need help, Auburn, they, uh. Dropped well, one to Kentucky today, seventy-three to sixty-six. It's a top twenty-five yeah. matchup. Uh, number fifteen Auburn against number eight Kentucky. Uh, Auburn and Kentucky now have matching twenty-four and five records. Yeah, and Kentucky clinched the SEC regular season today as well. Yes, that is correct. Yeah. So, so they won regular season now, and they have the number one seed locked down for the tournament. So right now Auburn needs to fight and make sure they get a top four seed. Right now they're second and tied with LSU. Of course they have the tiebreaker. Uh, yeah, um, Auburn's not good on the road. I think everybody knows that. And Auburn can't shoot threes and they continue to throw them up. So I'm just trying to figure out when they're going to realize that driving to the basket's their best opportunity and 
they go to the free line, the free throw line the most out of any team in the country, but the problem is they shoot 66% from the line. And so <laughs> it's not good, but they make a lot of free throws just because they go to the line so much. So it'll be interesting to see what they do in the SEC tournament. I think they'll make a good run, but like I said, once it comes to the NCAA tournament, I think they're going to be a second-round exit just because of how they shoot on the road and at neutral sites. Well, Bruce Pearl was very complimentary of Kentucky, even going as far as mm-hmm. saying, if we don't play them again, I'm rooting for Kentucky. Yeah, it's a um, Kentucky's definitely bounced back from that shock loss they had early on in the season. They've got, they're really fast, and they got a lot of good players. Um, well, their guards are really good. And I, I think a good thing about this Kentucky team, too, is that usually it's just a team of freshmen. But this year they've got a lot of second-year guys that didn't go to the draft, some sophomores. So I think that'll definitely help them once it comes to the tournament. Well, switching gears to the XFL, this has been a uh, not a great week for me, guys. I, I've been riding high on my uh, whoever I root for, D.C. Defenders. Defenders. <laughs> <laughs> you and don't even know. You got <laughs> some whacked. Yeah, 2-0 and oh, and then... Got waxed like by the L.A. Wildcats, 39-9. to Who hadn't won a game yet either. Yeah, arguably one of the worst teams in the league. They however, just lost today to however, the Guardians. However, you guys can't say too much because both of you also lost. Roughnecks beat the Vipers, which, you know, it's not. Yeah, but I mean, we both a, know we already suck. 34-27 yeah. and the Renegades beat the You have the ability the to win the whole league. Let me talk. beat by 30. Renegades beat the Sea Dragons 24-20. No, you've, like you said, you've been high on your horse with them, so we're going to let you have this, son. Also, Aaron, your team lost today. It must today be a shame well. to have well, sucky teams. Aaron, you lost again today, 23-16 to to the Battlehawks. By six points. And uh, seven points. The third best team in the league. And I feel confident that we're going to smack Justin's Vipers tomorrow morning. So um, you're only a two and a half point favorite tomorrow. So I'm going to say no. <laughs> yeah, but Vegas doesn't understand. Man, these that horse yet. got its legs cut off, didn't it? It really did. Yeah, so it was, I, I was. I watched a lot of that game, and I was just like, "Oh God, this is uh, this is no good." Uh, the Vipers are just searching for a win, so I think they're going to win tomorrow. Uh, it'll if be I had to quite, guess, considering uh, we only lost by six points today, I didn't get to watch the game, but if I had to guess, we probably threw like three pick sixes and uh, probably had another blocked punt, something like that. So, <laughs> Well, uh, your Sea Dragons have the Roughnecks next, Aaron, which awesome. I would say is we are going to get decisively the best team demolished. in the league now. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that, I thought they played the Roughnecks today. Um, no, they played the Battle Hawks today. Oh, okay. Anyways, um, I'm interested to see what the ratings of this week entail. This is the week I've kind of been saying that I've been looking forward to because week four is when the AAF plummeted. Yep, we didn't help those any because none of us watched it. No, and I didn't really care to yeah. either. Um, well, I would have, but just was busy. So far, ratings have been declining. Attendance has been going up, which is interesting. Um, but there's a good chance with everything that's coming back, uh, especially this coming two weeks. Uh, we got MLS, uh, spring baseball. We've got March Madness on the horizon. It's getting warmer. Yeah. People are out, you know, doing things. Yeah, especially with March Madness, it's going to hit a huge dip in the ratings. Yeah. So that's this why is... I don't understand. 
why they're doing it at this time. It's just such a terrible time to be trying to run a football league. I wish they would have done it in July leading up to the NFL preseason because that's when people actually miss football. And there's nothing going on in July. But, yeah, I think this coming week is going to be interesting because we're going to be able to really tell where this league is heading in the second half of the season. And um, I think... It's all things are only going to get worse rating wise. I agree. Up until maybe the playoffs, and then maybe they'll get a little boost. But um, look, it's been entertaining. I've liked watching it. I just this doesn't feel like a long term thing to me right now. I don't know about you guys. Um, I don't know. I think it could be a long term thing, just the way they've advertised it and how it's been. And I mean, apparently they're still trying to get a video game, so I don't know. But I, I, think, I think if they get a video game, it will like one that's actually decent. It will help. I think yeah, I think will. that's yeah. where they've got to get. Um, they got to throw in some some schemes and get gimmicky as the video game because you you make it gimmicky like the WWE games are, and and I'll get it. Like I like those types of games. Just okay. they're weird, you know. Um, anyways, some things I have liked out of the XFL. Um, we expected just as the original XFL did, that it would have an influence on other forms of football. And that seems to be the case already. Yeah. Um, the Citadel is using some XFL rules in their spring game. Uh, yeah. Particularly, they're doing the uh, the kickoff stuff where you know you don't run until the ball is caught or whatever. Um, and then the NCAA is... Um, considering short and replay reviews to two minutes and under, which I think, yes, please Great do Great idea. Yeah. Yeah. So that's something the XFL got right, and I hope they I all do. The only reason I don't really care for that is because I'm going to watch the rest of the game anyways, and I feel like they get enough wrong as it is. <laughs> so are they going to get yeah. even more wrong? Yeah, if they feel rushed. But, see, my problem is, is it shouldn't take two minutes with any review. Yeah. You should be able to see something... For two minutes and be like, okay, I know what happened in this play. This yeah, is you should, but that's with. just asking too much because they already get so much wrong. Hmm. Well, they're still going to get it wrong even if they have ten minutes. So Yeah, but is that happen. percentage of what they get uh, wrong going to go up now? I don't know, so we'll just have to wait and see. But I think it's good because some of these games last too long as it is, so two minutes is great. Well, in the National Football League, Julian Edelman claims Tom Brady is coming back. He said that while sitting next to Brady um, tonight at a game, I think it was like a Syracuse basketball game or something. I don't have it pulled up, but um, a lot of people I mean, are saying... He, a lot of people are what saying, else is he supposed to say? No, he's not coming back. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, that's it was kind of... It was interesting that he did it right there next to Brady. I'm not saying this is well, solid proof, but uh, I think yeah, it's... I, well, of course he's going to say that. Yeah. Um, he still has like 20 days to decide, I think, maybe 18, something like that. So about 20 days left um, before he has to really pick. So, I mean, I don't know why he wouldn't come back. I, I just don't think there's any who's going to go anywhere that's going to give him the same opportunity the Patriots are giving him. I, I think in his mind is he just wants to go somewhere else to kind of prove that he's not a system quarterback, that he yeah. can win somewhere else. Yeah, and I get that. I mean, I guess, but I don't know. I'm not Tom Brady. Yeah. So you know. yeah, I mean, I wouldn't go anywhere else either. I'm just yeah, trying to get throwing it out there that he might be thinking like that. Sure. I don't know. 
Um, well, we've been monitoring the NFL Combine. Uh, we've had mm. some uh, Alabama and Auburn guys kind of stand out. Yeah. Um, let's see here. So, uh, Jalen Hurts, he ran a uh, very impressive 40. Uh, he was a 4.59 time, which was the fastest among players in his position, the quarterback. So, um, pretty pretty good. Especially, he's probably going to get that athlete tag, which a lot of guys kind of don't want. I don't think it's a bad thing necessarily. Well, that's yeah. Jalen's like, I'm going to be a quarterback. You know, he already said that he doesn't want to play any other position. Yeah. Um, which you know, and. Lamar Jackson was kind of a, a similar deal. I'm not saying Jalen Hurts is going to be Lamar Jackson by any stretch of the imagination, but you know that was kind of the same thing. Like I think he got that athlete tag, and look how he's doing. So uh, it'll be interesting um, to see how that plays out. Another yeah. big forty time. Derek Brown ran a five point sixteen speed at three hundred and twenty six pounds. Yep, and then Marlon Davidson were in at five zero four. Yeah, I do not remember who it was, but someone ran a four point eight six, I believe, four point eight something at three hundred twenty pounds, which was yeah, it absolutely was absolutely insane. Uh, it was, I think, I was uh, O lineman, if I'm not mistaken. Absolutely crazy. I know, and he had like he had like a ten foot one inch broad jump and he had a that's 36 inch crazy. vertical at 326 pounds that's insane i think jalen hurts had like a 10 5 10 broad five, yeah and you have o-lineman with a 10 1 it's nuts that's crazy well henry ruggs makes... uh officially ran a 4.27 40 yard dash which is crazy fast uh he didn't quite break that uh that all-time record but um, he is in a, he is seemingly the fastest guy in this receiver class, which is uh, a pretty good thing to uh, be able to hang your hat on. Yeah, because this class is stacked. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor ran a 4.39. Yeah, he was moving. He sure was. Yeah, for a running back, that's crazy. And the way he's built. For a running back like uh, him, like the way yeah. he runs, running over people. And then yeah. being able to break away with that speed is quite quite impressive. And then the biggest story of the week from the Combine was Jared Burrow's hand size. <laughs> <laughs> Measured 9 inches, which apparently is small. For, uh, but um, I don't think he have anything to worry about because he threw for like 60 touchdowns and 6 interceptions this past year. So... Um, but yeah, everybody was freaking out about that. I don't think that affects a guy like that's got that kind of caliber. I think some of those lower quarterbacks that have some, like, is it Jake Fromm that also ha- kind of had a small hand size, or was it somebody else? I can't remember. But uh, I think those guys down the line, that's it's gonna hurt them more in their draft stock. But it's not gonna affect Joe Burrow. So I don't even know why everybody's been talking about it or why we're talking about it right now. Yeah, um, but just to put in perspective for that O lineman, so Jonathan Taylor's broad jump was ten three, and then the O the O lineman had a higher vertical jump than Jonathan Taylor. That's <laughs> crazy. Beast. Yep. 
So just to put that in perspective, I know Lyman did all that. <laughs> I've never he heard that man's name. weighs 320 pounds. Still don't even know who it is, but I have a feeling his drugs, his his draft stock went up. So his name is Tristan Wirfs. Hmm. Where do you play at? Iowa. Hmm. Yep. And then finally, the biggest news of the week: Scott Cochran, Alabama's strength and conditioning coach, has left the Tide to become a special teams coordinator for Kirby Smart at Georgia. Now, when this news first dropped, everybody was freaking out, including including myself. I overreacted and to Aaron. it. And Aaron. Yeah, Aaron freaked out, too. Yeah. I, I overreacted <laughs> no. at first. Um, Not me. <laughs> but the more I thought about it, the more, the like, the least the impact, or it, it kind of lessened the impact of it, because... Do you want to read my text, Nate? Uh, you can pull them off if you'd like to. I was just kidding. I don't think we can say that. Uh, yeah, probably not. I don't not. think we can say what he said. Yeah, <laughs> it's quite long as well. Yeah, it is. Um, so let's just say Aaron wishes he was dead. Yes, but I don't. It's really not that big of a deal once you think about it, because apparently this is something that Cochran has been petitioning for for years. I mean, he's been with Saban for like twelve years now. I guess it is, and uh, Saban. Never gave him the time of day. I guess Saban just never thought he was good enough to fit in on his staff in that area. So I don't think this was unexpected necessarily for Saban. I think the timing is going to, it caused quite a hassle, a headache for Saban. But I think this is something that Saban has seen coming ever since Kirby left. And um, I think there was already some backup plans in the works. I don't think it's going to, um, hurt them too much i think it, it may hurt them a little bit a little bit in recruiting and by i mean hurt i mean they're just gonna have to do a little light reboot you know it's not gonna be like they're gonna drop any spots in recruiting no and it, it's not this isn't this doesn't help georgia in any way outside of that it kind of hurts alabama because i mean he's not gonna be that same fiery force that he was in the strength yeah of, you know, That's the, the reason he was. Whole, that was the reason he was known is because he just acted like an idiot to get you pumped up to lift weights, to to do something that absolutely no one on planet Earth is motivated to do, and yeah. now, like, I mean, I guess it's kind of the same way, but it's just it's not the same. It's like, not the same. Well, there's a difference. When somebody's screaming at you to lift a bunch of weight, it, it's quite helpful. When you're screaming at me to go cover a kickoff for like the third time that game, <laughs> I don't really. I mean, it's pretty lackluster. I don't. I don't yeah. think it's gonna pump anybody up too much to make a difference. Yeah, and I, th- I think all of this, this entire thing, was just done to hurt Alabama. Like, I mean, the timing. It's. I mean, it's. It wasn't by accident, in my opinion. I feel like he would be in a better fit for a, a position. If he was going to move up and be on field, I think he should have been a position coach. I've, I kind of felt the same way. Um, yeah. But, you know, Kirby's one of his best friends. They spent a lot of time together, and I'm sure he knows his strengths and weaknesses, and he, I guess he thought, you know, this guy's going to fit well here. And I'm not ups- I'm not upset at Scott Cochran for leaving. I mean, this I'm is upset. something. Screw you. Well, this is something that he's, he's wanted for years, and he was never yeah, going to get well. Sure it is. You're dead to me. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't think this is that big of a deal. 
I think they're gonna get old boy from Oregon it's, with a mustache over there or somebody else. And um, yeah, it's really not that big of a deal. It's not. Everybody was really, yeah. and and you know, the, it's because he was the last remaining piece of that original. Yeah. That original I squad. Mean, he's the strength and conditioning coach. It's okay. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah, I mean that his plans are still in place. Like they're yeah. not they're not changing the the routine by very much if they do at all. Um, so you know, good good for all parties. I think they're all be yeah. just a okay. It's it. It's not like they're losing their offense coordinator, or defensive coordinator right now. Yeah, I did ask on the Facebook page uh, to our listeners. Which was a bigger loss to the program, Kirby Smart or Scott Cochran? 58% said Kirby Smart, which I'd 100% agree with because not only did it hurt to lose the defensive coordinator, he also became a, uh, a huge rival, and uh, that would eventually get better recruiting classes than Alabama. So I agree with that one, but I was surprised. There was a lot of comments that uh, said that Jeremy Pruitt was a bigger loss than both of those guys. What do you guys think about nope. that? I disagree. Oh, I disagree yeah, as I disagree well. With I mean, I, that as well. <laughs> I didn't agree with that. I thought that was interesting, and I think there's an argument to be made that uh, maybe he brought something that those two guys didn't to that program. And I think he was very good for Alabama as a defensive coordinator. I'll also say I think that if he, he continues left... how he finished, that he's going to do something special in bringing Tennessee back. But I don't think he was necessarily a great fit at Alabama. No. Yeah. And what's interesting is he's probably on the best terms with Nick Saban out of all the all, out of the other two coaches. Um, probably. He left very respectful way. He's very complimentary of Saban. He, I think they still stay in contact a good bit, uh, which is something I don't think that will continue happening with Kirby or Cochran and <laughs> Saban. So, um, yeah. But anyways, um, also that's old news at this point too. But people are still talking about it and. Um, I thought we'd just throw in our two cents. But let's move on from news, and how about we jump into some Twitter news? Playoffs? We'll talk about playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. It really doesn't matter what you think. You play to win the game. You play to win the game. Only uh, oh. 30 minutes on news. Nice. I was just going to say some news that Aaron shared with us last yep, night. Yep, that's what I was going to say, too. Go ahead. All right, well, you, you say it. No, you, you go it. ahead. No, you. you got it. You're the one no, who you told us. You told us. No, nope, I'm not going to say no. it. Okay. Nope. Um, Tony Romo Oh yeah. got a stupid contract. Stupid, man. Holy crap. $17 million a year. A year with CBS, and with an extension games. of what they said to be considerably more than five years, or something like that, and extensively what's, more. What's interesting is Kirk Herbstreet's contract is like two around two million a year. That's it. Yeah, and Romo has not been doing this that long. And Herbstreet, I, I, I mean, that is the face of football. I mean, college football. You know, it's different than the NFL, but. People, I feel like more people recognize Kirk Herbstreet than they do Tony Romo. I just feel like there's a lot more baseline normal people in the college 
scene, so he doesn't stand out as much as Romo did when he's next to like somebody like Booger McFarlane. Yeah. Like Romo was over there predicting plays, and Booger's over there. <laughs> you don't say it. I don't even know. I don't even know. <laughs> if if anybody's if anybody is on Twitter and follow sports, they know what you're about to say. Yeah, he's an absolute idiot. So I used to like him until he started, until he was on the NFL, and then I don't know. He just looks like an idiot. Yeah. But yeah, so I guess with them side by side, it makes Romo look like a genius. So I didn't think he was seventeen million dollars uh, a year a genius. Like hey, that's literally that's, like getting yeah. paid a million dollars a game to just sit yeah. up there and. It's in, it's crazy, man. Yeah. He's getting paid more than ha, more than half the people playing 90, in the NFL. Something said ninety percent of the NFL he's getting paid more than. He's probably 90%. making just as much as what he did as a quarterback. Probably. Yeah, probably is. Because I don't think I mean, he was probably upper echelon, but he not he he was probably above average, but not. Not too much, so so yeah. I don't know. He might have made twenty something million as a quarterback, and he, now he's just calling the game. That's crazy. Nuts. But anyways, that just that really blew my mind when I heard that. So, um, uh, like we said, it's like ten thirty at night, and we've been very busy all day. So I am not prepared at all. But I have five screenshots in my phone, and hopefully they were from this week. I don't know. So if I said them already, it sucks. You're going to hear them again. Um, Alabama is up to number two nationally and made three-pointers per game at, I guess he meant 11? Wait. Number two nationally and made three-pointers per game at 11. Oh, he means 11 per game. It's late. I don't Whatever. <laughs> uh, they were number 202 last year. The first comment is, are we last in twos? Because they suck. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyways. Um, top 10 SEC wide receivers in 2020. Oh, I think I've already said this. I don't know. Top 10 SEC wide receivers in 2020. Number one, Jamar Chase. Number two, Devontae Smith. Number three, George Pickens. Number four, yep. Jaham Obson? I don't know. <laughs> number five, Justin Shorter. Number six, Trayvon Grimes. Number seven, Elijah Moore. Number eight, Shy Smith. Number nine, Velas Jones. And number ten, Anthony Schwartz. What do y'all think about that list? Uh, it's There's a prominent name missing there, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> there sure is. I guess Waddle just died. <laughs> um, and also, the order is quite unique um yeah i just thought that was really really dumb there's a um (laughs) why is uh swartz on the list over um his name is slipping my mind right now for auburn Um, yeah i don't really know why he's on the list at all but even if he is on the list um he's he's number 10 when it comes to two guys i've never heard of yeah, he's on the list over Stephen Williams, which is our best wide receiver, which makes absolutely no sense. Which isn't on the list at all. Stephen Williams? I did not hear that name. I don't know if you heard that name. Yeah, you no, know. he's not on the list at all. So, yeah, so anyways, that, I thought that I was don't know who, really Who made stupid. this list? Uh, this was posted by 
FQSEC. Oh, Lord have mercy. Okay. Anyways, um... If you don't think Nate Otts is building something special at Bama, just look at this stat. Alabama has scored 100-plus points three different times this season. Over the past, over the previous nine seasons, Alabama had only done so three times. So, hmm. yep, pretty they've, crazy. They've got a great offense. The problem is their defense blows. Yeah. Georgia football is built by Bama at this point. <laughs> yeah. If Judy and Ruggs both get drafted in the first round come April, it'll make five Alabama receivers drafted on day one since 2011. Mm. Julio Jones, Amari Cooper, Kevin Ridley, Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs. I believe that's the most of any school. That was posted by Clint Lamb. So hopefully I hadn't said those already, and that's all I got. Well, thank you, Aaron, for another great, uh, whatever this is called. fantastic. Yeah. Twitter news. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. No yeah. problem. As you can tell, you're very appreciated. Thanks. Um, anyway, now that we can move on to something important. You probably don't even put that in all of these. You're just like, I've uh, just been Aaron, cutting just it out. Go find some time. tweets. And you, you're like, all right, now it's time for that time we give Aaron to just talk a little bit so he feels a part of it. And then we'll edit that out at the end. You've made it your own segment so it's easier to edit out. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll just give it a name called Twitter News. I actually just mute the mics right here. And I just keep it radio dead silence throughout this whole part. People like it better that way. Yeah, they probably do, for real. Well, this week we are doing our first ever episode of Super Athlete Showdown. So what our idea was for this is we take two athletes from any time period and we throw them into a scenario and we see how they would react or compete or whatever we want to talk about. So um, we posed the question on our Facebook page. We got some interesting um, some interesting suggestions. I'm not going to go through them all, but I'm going to pick a few here. Um so one we get right here we have from Manny Acosta who has been on uh, trivia a few times he says I love receiver versus corner matchups uh, Randy Moss versus Richard Sherman yeah that's, that's a good one two pretty uh, two pretty even guys talent wise Jerry Rice versus Jalen Ramsey I like that one a lot yeah Terrell Owens versus Josh Norman. Mm-hmm. Antonio Brown versus Deion Sanders. Okay. I like that one a lot. We actually had a few Deion Sanders uh, comments. Taking Sanders on that one. He said, I would love any of the receivers roast Josh Norman. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, uh, he also says, of course, we would all love to see Jordan versus James in both their, of their proms. That's the go-to, I feel like with everybody everybody wants to see that Jordan versus James yeah. yeah I've always said I wanted to just see him play a game of horse <laughs> I think that'd be fun they could put it on pay-per-view uh but uh what do you, what do you guys think about some of those mat- matchups what about Randy Moss Richard Sherman how do you think those guys will line up against each other uh Randy Moss easily okay yeah I'm probably taking Randy Moss but I do like a matchup I do too. I like Richard Sherman, but yeah, Moss was just so dominant. I think Richard Sherman's probably my favorite out of the cornerbacks you've listed. What do you think about but, 
Jerry Rice versus Jalen Ramsey? Oh, man. I don't know. That's so you a, prefer Richard Sermon over Deion Sanders? Uh, yeah, probably not. Yeah. I mean, I guess I'd take Jerry Rice over Jalen Ramsey, but that's... Oh, yeah, I'm definitely taking Jerry Rice, easily. Yeah, I mean... I mean, the way Jalen Ramsey played this last season, oof. Yeah. It wasn't very good. What about T.O. versus Josh Norman? I'm taking T.O. just because, well, I don't really care for either one of them. And Josh Norman is trash anyways. I'm taking T.O. I don't really care for Josh Norman, but also... He just got cut by the Redskins, so... As much as much as I dislike A B, A B versus Deion Sanders, that's that's a good one. I'm taking Deion. Yeah, and Tony Brown was good. Yeah. Um. So some other ones we got here. I'm just gonna go through these kind of quickly. We can talk about them as we do. Uh, we got Bo and Prime running foot forty head to head. So Bo Jackson and Deion Sanders. Both running the 40 head-to-head. I like that a lot. Deion Sanders, 40 time. It's 4.27. Bose was 4.13. So, uh, you know, they... they still not... St- I'm still... I don't know that I completely buy that. But that's... This, was, this was at a time... The four... Yeah, the 413 was just like a legend. Nobody yeah. knows if it was true or not. Also, this was at a time that human error was a, a big factor. Yeah. Where yeah. it's not really today. So I, yeah, I'd love. If to I had see. to put money on it, I would say that is not true. He he might have got a four. I would even. Eh, I just I don't I don't think he got a four point one three. That's insanity. But does it doesn't even Bo Jackson claim that that never happened? Um, Probably. He Bo's pretty honest. Yeah, he is. He said, "What? How did he word it?" He probably said I got to pull it up. That. He did. I don't think he fully came out and. Said well, that this you know is this quote. It says, "I did not. Said that. I did not go because I was already picked to be the first person to go in the draft. If you're going to be the first person to go in the draft, why should you go to a combine and do all of that? It wasn't built up well, like no, it is now. The uh, the four one three story was like when he was in college or something, and someone it wasn't at a combine. Oh, okay. It was like a legend told like someone was timing his forty, and they timed it at four one three. Yeah. Okay." The, yeah. I, I will, the one thing I remember him saying that it was not true was the story about him jumping over oh, the that, creek uh, or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He was jumping or something, and somebody said he jumped like 40 feet or something crazy. <laughs> yeah. He said, I did jump very far, but it was not anywhere close to that. Yeah. I think that's, yeah, a, I think that's an interesting one, though, I, I, especially with all the 40 stuff happening this week. I think that's a that's a fun one to, to theorize. Yeah, so... About. And Aaron's quoting this all from the Bo Knows 30 for 30 thing, so if y'all haven't seen that, you need to check it out. Oh, that's yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah, and the one on Herschel's phenomenal. Yeah, that one's really one on Herschel's probably my favorite of all time. I love that one. But the one on Bo's right there with it. It's very good. Uh, Tim Goldsmith says, uh, oh, by the way, that the, one that, the person that said that one um, was Dwayne Nunnery. forgot to say that. Uh, Tim Goldsmith says Wilt versus Shaq. That's a that's a Wilt Chamberlain versus Kill O'Neal. That's a mm-hmm. that's a classic too. That'd be really good, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
I just I just googled him right here. It says Will averaged 46 minutes per game over the course of his career, and in 1962, Will only sat out eight minutes of the entire season. <laughs> That's crazy. Who's yeah, not? that that would be a fun one. I mean, those guys are so those guys are monsters. So just to see them face off, and then um, let's see, I got one more screenshotted here. I would like to see instead of like you you said like two guys at the end of the field just running at each other. I would <laughs> yeah. like to see. I, I would like to see like the Oklahoma drill, but they're not too oh, far yeah. away, but they're not too close, and uh, like classic running backs versus classic linebackers like Earl Campbell and Erlacher and you know oh, names yeah. like that just all lined yeah. up how they would do against each other. So what I, I said, I, and I, really I said funny. this off the air, so let, let me explain it real quickly. Is I said how I'm going to pick my guys for football is I'm going to pick two guys. They're going to line up at each end of the football field, and they're going to run at each other <laughs> and, <laughs> and just let them fight it out. They got no gear on, nothing. Just, who wins? Um, but uh, we, had some, we had some interesting ones. What, what was the one we said this morning? Who versus the wolf? Was it uh, Mike Tyson oh, Mike, versus a wolf? Mike Tyson. Yeah. <laughs> they both could only use their teeth. <laughs> only use their teeth? <laughs> what? And we also said something like Mike Tyson versus Olaf. <laughs> yeah, because I said a wolf, and you thought I said Olaf. <laughs> so stupid. From the yeah, movie Frozen. I said Olaf. And I was like, you know, that actually might be a good fight, because you, like, you can stab Olaf in the movies, and he lives. Like, it's hard to destroy him. If you don't have like a, you don't have like a heat ray or a magnifying glass to heat them up, it's gonna be it's gonna be hard to beat Olaf. Yeah. So I don't so know. Stupid. I'd have to think. So Mike Tyson versus Olaf from Frozen. You just have to give him a hug, and he'd melt from your body. But Olaf's all magic. Like, where? How does what his power? Magic. He's a freaking snowman. Yeah, he, he can talk. He, has, he can run around. He's he's magic. He's magic. He has a snow cloud okay. above him. The whole seat, the whole year. Yeah, it keeps That's him. That's only because Elsa gave it to him, I believe. Oh. Yeah, but he still has it. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Whatever. This was this wasn't supposed to be this deep, so we can move on. Well, I'm just gonna look up Olaf's powers while y'all talk about the next one. <laughs> His power okay. set. I'd like to know. Um, because I think that's a that'd be a good fight. All I want to know guys. is what our listeners will pick on the classic question of who would win in a fight a grizzly bear or a silverback gorilla so oh that is boy, this week's this poll again. this is something oh that gosh. we have all debated for years at this point it's a gorilla it's a gorilla oh it's, my we're, okay, we're to... not getting into this i feel very strongly and i want yeah, to know because I used we to will agree. debate this next week we'll debate used... this next week we got to see the results okay okay so we're yeah, gonna put out the poll you... first yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's what we'll do. That's next week's topic. We'll, we'll make that a whole episode because there's a lot we need to talk about. Oh gosh. Um. I anyways. Feel very strongly. I think very I'm gonna. Passionate I, don't, about this. I don't know why, but I think I'm gonna go Olaf over Mike Tyson. By the way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just so y'all know. What about Shaq versus a kangaroo? Like a full gone kangaroo. Uh, Shaq I'd because he's still seven foot. Yeah, but I mean, if he gets a good kick at Shaq, it's a chance. 
How many, okay, how many bald eagles could Shaq take if he was locked in a cage? Like before, how many could, would it take to kill Shaq? If he's locked in a cage, a lot more than if he's out in the open. No, like it's a big cage. It's like a, a Thunderdome for Mad Max type of cage. They got room to fly So he around. might as well be in the wide open then. I guess. He just, he can't, like he doesn't have anything to his disposal is what I'm trying to say. He can't go high Yeah, he's just trees. out in the desert. Yeah. So he's out in the desert. Bald um, eagles and Shaq out in the desert. If they, I would say, hundred percent. If they're just fighting, like they perceive him as a threat, mm-hmm. three, maybe four, if he's lucky. Yeah. <laughs> so the fifth I'd one would kill about, him. Yeah, five is way too much. Yeah, I would say two. Oh, so the third one would kill him. Yeah. I mean, they got some talons, and their the wing span's like eight foot. So. Yeah, yeah, it's just the reason his wingspan is so crazy that he can because all he's going to do is break one wing and then he don't have to worry about that one so I'm thinking when they're first attacking if he can catch one and pin another one that gives him two and that third one is going to beat him up so that fourth one is what I think is going to kill him Hmm. or the fourth one will be all he can take Hmm. if that he's not Hmm. taking five I think I could only take two if I was lucky. I'd only be able to take one. I'd be dead after one. Nah, you can take one, because you just can grab their wings, man. You just That's gotta grab a leg. And... Done. Well, yeah, yeah but just... you're fighting for your life. Yeah. I mean, you just gotta get some you. part of them, take them to the ground, pin them, sit on them, break their wings, something. Yeah, not when their talons are... The symbol. Yeah, but you gotta sacrifice, man. Even if their talons stick through your arm, you gotta use that to your advantage and then drag your arm down to the ground. Okay, what about this? Fighting for your life. What about sticks through my eyes? What about instead of them all attacking at once, they're coming at you one at a time? How many can you attack? Like the next one doesn't come till the other one's defeated. Seven of them. Uh. No, how many? I'm not asking if you take seven. I'm just wondering how many. I thought you said something about the number seven. Whatever. No. Uh, yeah, I was about to say, definitely not seven. One at a time? Yeah. Hmm. I think I could get to that fourth one. I don't think I'm getting I past would... it, though. I would still say one. You still take yeah, I mean, one, if it's just, man? You're really it's not just getting... one, I guess it wouldn't make a difference. What it... <laughs> no. I think I could get to the fourth one. I don't know. I'm not confident that I can beat the fourth one though, because that third one is what really gets you. Yeah. Well, let's get back on track to what we were talking about—the athlete showdown. <laughs> yeah, All Kangaroo right. Jack or Wilder. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wilder's got a good reach, but I don't know. He, He's that one trick pony. It got him in trouble. No, it's tonight, definitely Wilder. He's yeah. he's no, it's it's absolutely larger. Wilder. What about Bo versus Herschel? What would you like to see out of that? Would you like to see them in a tackle alley, an Oklahoma drill, like uh, just? I would almost like to see them not directly against each other, but facing the same people in an Oklahoma drill. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like going back to back against the same legendary you... linebackers and stuff. Who is who's the superior running back? Oof, I don't know. Not answering that. 
Um, yeah, I don't think I'm because the superior athlete's bow. I mean, that's that's easy. Yeah, athlete, athlete is yeah. bow. Running back, Easily, I yeah. kind of want to lean towards Herschel, but I'm not. I'm just a camp. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's yeah. It's hard I mean, to say. You're tossing the coin at that point. Yeah. Um. What What do you think about the LeBron Jordan debate? Given uh, we did not really, we weren't really alive for Jordan's dominance. No, we were not. Um. I mean, you have to say Jordan's the clutcher player. Maybe. Well, I don't know. I, yeah, I've I seen a bunch of stats. You have to say that. I've seen oh. a bunch of stats that say differently. Well, I'm just saying stat-wise, yeah, LeBron's broken plenty of records. So I'm just saying the player who came in and won the championships came in the clutch. Who's six? How many does Bron have now? Three or four? Three. He's three and six in the finals. So he's been to nine finals? Yep, and he's only won three of them. Well, he's also absolutely carrying those teams. Yeah, some of those he definitely carried. A couple, probably three of those Cavs There's teams. There's 100% what, what They blew a, was that the year that they blew the three to one lead? No. Nah, Series lead? Nah. Um, the, the one Warriors? team he carried in, no, the one team he carried and they lost in the finals, they got swept 4 0, was, I think it was. No, I'm talking about the cap. year that he carried them and they won. Well, he had help from Kyrie and Kevin Love that year. Well, yeah, yeah. Kyrie I mean, they were on the court. They didn't give him much help, though. Oh, what are you talking about? Kyrie had 42 points in Game Five, Game Six, and then Kyrie hit the win in three to beat the Warriors. In okay, game well, I don't seven. know. I don't keep up with basketball, so I don't really care. But yeah, so all I'm saying is I don't have anyone that I'm picking in this because I've seen so many arguments for both. And since I wasn't way. able to see them with my own eyes, I don't really care. Well, what about this one? So this is one that they, they're actually great friends. Um, and one was the mentor to the other. What about Muhammad Ali versus Mike Tyson? Ooh. Both in their prime, of course. Still wasn't alive um, to see him, so I don't know. Yeah, It's very yeah. hard to answer some of these. Well, Muhammad Ali was very much a mentor to Tyson. He and Tyson got redemption for Ali. Um, when he was, who was he? Who did he fight? Some people are yelling it at me um, from whatever they're listening to this at. Doesn't matter, but um, I think I think that's a fun one just because of that friendship between those two guys. It's always a fun one to think about. Yeah. Um, do y'all have any you want to throw out there before we uh, wrap this segment up? Uh, that's I think we touched the good ones. Okay, I'd like to do this again too. So uh, we'll do it grown again. male grizzly bear, grown male silverback gorilla. Let us know. Yes, we will put that poll up uh, this week. Okay. Um, Knight, tell us what you need to know, man. Knight needs to know. Probably with some of the stuff you've done before, I probably wouldn't be surprised. You wouldn't be surprised if I put ashes in cookies and fed them to you? Yeah, because it was someday for the SEC again. 
Yep, that might make sense then. I guess just how back. How does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, I, I would like to know how it makes sense. Now this is looking like a bad idea. Um, I really don't have anything this week. <laughs> if we're going to be completely honest, because there's not really anything I need to know that's going on. But, um... <laughs> okay, here's a good one. Who do you think will have the better NFL career, Judy or Ruggs? Huh. Yeah, I mean that's so hard. To, it's so hard to predict how a guy's career is going to go. It feels like there's so much love just kind of like spawned out of almost nowhere recently for Ruggs. Um, yeah. And he has that speed. Uh. But with that being said, I feel like Judy is such a a consistent guy. Yeah, I yeah. feel like he's more the NFL type, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I feel like that yeah. consistency is going to lend him to having a, a slightly better career. Yeah, because I guess from what I've seen is that speed doesn't mean anything. Because I think I saw a stat to where like the top 30 like guys who've ran the fast in the combine only one of them really had a successful career, and that was, like, Chris Johnson, you know, the running back that played for the Titans. Yeah. Dude, that so, dude I was mean, so fast. Yeah, he, I mean, he was a crazy athlete, yeah. Look, it can really help, obviously. Uh, it helps, yeah. But there's other but ways not, to get open besides just outrunning a guy. Yeah, it depends on how good his route run is going to be, how's his hands going to be, so how's he going to be able to get off the press, you know. 4.24 was what he ran. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, I don't that's, remember Randy Moss running a four point two five. That's what he ran. <sighs> Apparently, yes. I don't remember. I knew he was fast, but yeah. Oh well, this is what I just saw. So y'all know the linebacker from Clemson, Isaiah Simmons. Mm-hmm. He ran a four three nine forty, linebacker. Yeah, crazy. Two hundred thirty eight pounds. Yeah, he was the he was the only linebacker to break the thirties, um, the four point thirties. I mean, so yeah, it was the second fastest all time for a linebacker. Yeah, I'm excited for this draft. I think there's going to be some really interesting stuff. Like, cause th- I feel like this is one of those years that the combine can really shake some stuff up more so than even usual, just because of the lack of depth in the quarterback position and the re- insane amount of depth in the wide receiver position and. Yeah, it's gonna be one of those weird years that I think is gonna be really interesting. I I just want to know I how agree. many wide receivers are actually gonna go in the first round. Well, we know two Alabama players are. Well, yeah, they should. And uh, there was talk Justin that. Jefferson. Uh, oh, what's the big analyst dude that that uh, gives all the drafts? Uh, the uh, oh, yeah, mock the, drafts. The dude, the dude with the glasses. Whatever his uh, name is, um. Yeah. He said if Smith would have entered that he would have also been a first round pick. Hmm. Yeah, that that's why I was shocked that he didn't enter. Yeah. But I guess I see now. I mean, I'm not it's a, shocked it's a top. now that like just because of how stacked the classes stacked was. Stacked it is. Yeah. Um I think he's gonna make a lot more money staying another year. Especially because he'll be the focus guy and Of course. Yeah. So I think he's gonna make a lot of money next year. So Yeah. I don't necessarily know that I would have stayed and given up, taken a chance on that money, but yeah, as long as he stays healthy, hurt. I think he's going to make a lot of money doing it. So, 
But that's crazy because, like, even that stat I read earlier about Alabama having the most wide receivers and thinking that a third one could have gone this year. Also, if they all three went in the first year, or if they all three went this year in the first round, that would have been just as much as the rest that Alabama's had since 2011. (laughs) Jeez. In one year, which would be the most of any school. That's crazy. And then Jalen Waddle's yeah, just cool. sitting there like, man, I really wish I could get some money right now. <laughs> He'll have it soon enough. Yeah, this is nuts. Well, um, earlier this morning we did our trivia. It was a lot of fun this week. Um, so uh, we'll go ahead and insert that right here. All right, we're here with Jamie from Jasper. Jamie's going to be playing for some Alabama baseball tickets to watch South Alabama come to visit Tuscaloosa. Jamie, how you doing today? Oh, man, I am doing great. Fired up. Roll tide, Jamie. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, these are these are some pretty pricey tickets. I mean, they cost me a, a, a big $3 each, so uh, you're getting a pretty pretty good bargain right here. Huh. That's, that's, three, that's 300 pennies. That's, that's a heck of a bargain. That's right. Okay, so the game we're playing today, it's called This Happened in Florida. And uh, what it basically is, is I'm going to tell you some news article titles. And you tell me if it happened in the wild state of Florida or not. It's the Wild West over there. And they got some wild stories coming out. So you think you can do that? Bring it on, brother. I can do it. Woo! I'm <laughs> off this stuff. All right, uh, Justin and Aaron, I'm going to ask y'all too, and y'all can uh, y'all can answer alongside Jamie. All right, question number one. A man was arrested for burglary minutes after leaving jail. Did this happen in oh, Florida? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that definitely happened. Aaron? Uh, yeah. Justin? I'm going to say yes as well. All right, we got three yeses. Yep, that one happened in Florida. He was arrested within just uh, minutes, not even an hour, after uh, leaving the jail. He was burglarizing cars in the jail's parking lot. (laughs) All right. Jaguar claws woman who climbed the zoo barrier to take selfie. The woman got clawed by a jaguar at the zoo for taking a selfie in the cage. Did this happen in Florida? Definitely, yes. Definitely. Aaron? Wouldn't surprise me, but I'm going to go with no. Justin? I'm going to say no as well. All right, let's see. That one is in Arizona, actually. So that one was not Florida. Sounds like a Florida thing to do. Especially that zoo they got in Panama City. It's like just some some baseball cage fences they got the Tigers in over there. Man charged with pouring ketchup on girlfriend. I don't know if that's illegal. (laughs) <laughs> he's charged with it. What do you think, Jamie? Oh, yeah, that definitely happened. Aaron? Uh, yeah. All right, Justin. All right, I'm saying no. No? That did yeah. happen. He was uh, fa- he's facing a misdemeanor charge for allegedly pouring ketchup on his girlfriend while she slept. <laughs> Woman calls 911 to get a beer. That sounds like Florida to me. I'm going to say yes on that one. What do you think? Oh, yeah. That happened. Uh, yeah. All right, there has to be a no at this point, so no. This one was Florida. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) 
She called 911 twice in four hours saying she had a medical emergency. Uh, when they arrived, she said she just wanted a beer. Well, she did have a, she did have a medical emergency. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's... <laughs> she needed to self-medicate. <laughs> Man eats 30,000th Big Mac hamburger. Did this happen in Florida? Uh, yes. Uh, no, actually, no. No, I don't think it did. How many bit? How many Big Macs do you think? How many Big Macs do you think y'all have ate in your lives? Not many. Probably a couple. About thirty. About thirty. This is not thirty thousand. This happened in Wisconsin, so this one was a no. Only forty-six years after eating his first, he got to. 30,000 Big Mac. That's a lot. I'm impressed. <laughs> Man had 800 pounds of stolen lemons. Did this happen in Florida? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> of course. No, that was California. Oh, that's yeah. first one I missed. <laughs> if it would have been oranges, I would have said yes for sure. Well, yeah. Man calls 911 to report himself drunk driving. I'm going to say yes on this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a Florida thing. Yep, yes for me. Yep, that's a Florida thing. It happened. On New Year's Eve, he wanted to report himself drunk driving. Well, I mean, good on him, I guess, for turning himself down, but he could have just stopped. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and last question. Woman says she crashed because she saw a Sasquatch. Florida or not Florida? No. I'm going to say no because I feel like they'd call it Bigfoot around in the South more than Sasquatch. Yeah, I'm going to say no. Yeah, I'll say no as well. Idaho. Yep, not in Florida. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jamie. Well, thank you. We will have your tickets to you soon, and uh, we appreciate you playing. Roll time. <laughs> have a good one. Take care. Okay, guys, and uh, to close out the night, we're going to do a little bit of mismanagers. Um, did you grab anything when you walked out the door? I nothing but two Tortino's pizza out of the refrigerator and my doggie, and we left. I just kept hearing it. I'm ducking and everything. I, in the house, I'm, I got scared. I dropped my hot pocket. Here's like an actual customer out here. Uh, what's uh, what's the best kind of firework to buy? Wouldn't you like to know, weather boy? And now it's time for mismanagers. So all three of these stories come from the Mercury News. This first one, they I feel like they get weirder as they go on, but this first one. Uh, the title of it is New Book Says Mark Zuckerberg Gets His Armpits Blow Dried Before His Speeches. <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw that. Uh, yeah, so if you ever thought <laughs> your you... job was bad, at least you don't have to blow dry your boss's armpits. Mm. That is, unless you happen to be the person responsible for making sure Facebook Chief Executive Mark Zuckerberg looks cool and dry before his public appearances. At least that's what Zuckerberg does, according to a new book coming out next week that purports to be the ultimate document on the history of the social networking giant. The book, Facebook the Inside Story, uh, 
was written by Stephen Levy, or Levi, and reports that Zuckerberg has held Facebook communication team members break out a hairdryer and dry his perspiring armpits prior to taking the stage at some company events. Tale about blow drying mm. of Zuckerberg's armpits was included in a Bloomberg review of Levi's book, which is set to come out on February 25th. Why doesn't he just go have that procedure where it like stops your armpits from sweating? <laughs> I feel he like only this, has. I feel he like this is one of those like, like sick power moves. Like <laughs> he only he has, has like his own billions and billions yeah. of dollars. <laughs> I mean, if he just truly didn't care, he wouldn't even blow dry it. So. That's true, yeah, what's the point? Yeah, so, if you're going to go through that much effort, why don't you just have one, like, 30-minute procedure and go home the same day and be done with it for the rest of your life? Yeah. Or, like, swear deodorant, bud, or, okay. Well, yeah, but, like, if he... <laughs> he has a there's, problem. like, an actual condition or whatever yeah. where you sweat out of your armpits, like, profusely. Great. I don't know why I know this. I'm just letting y'all know. There is one, and that they have a, they have, I'm pretty sure it's a very easy procedure, like, I don't know what it is, they put, like, something in your armpits, and it keeps them from sweating or something. Probably just Gorilla Glue. <laughs> Probably is. <laughs> gorilla Glue? This next one is, The uh, official sponsor. Of Mark Zuckerberg's armpits. <laughs> so, next one, uh, Nightmare First Date. He asked her to stop at a bank, then he robbed it. A Massachusetts woman became an unintentional getaway driver after a man she met on a dating app robbed a bank on their first date. Oh my gosh. Christopher Castillo, 33, pleaded guilty this week to armed robbery and three counts of assault and battery on a police officer. All committed during that nightmare date, according to the Bristol County District Attorney's Office. Castillo was sentenced to three years in a state prison for the robbery, plus two years in the Bristol County House of Corrections for violently struggling against and spitting on police who tried to subdue him. Well, The woman wasn't <laughs> charged. Um, apparently the date was enough punishment. So, I think we've all had some bad first dates, but I, hopefully we're all lucky enough never to have had that one that bad. Yeah. And then That's finally, um, this one is just wild. The title is, A dentist was filmed extracting a tooth while on a hoverboard. Why? Why so many dentists and teeth? What's the deal, yeah, man? Doing this? <laughs> a teeth talk. It's a recurring segment. Teeth talk is back. Well, you, like you said, we have too many segments now. We don't need teeth talk. <laughs> well, let me read you this title. A dentist was filmed extracting a tooth while on a hoverboard. He was found guilty on 46 counts. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, you see, I saw the video of it, and... And, you know, I'd never know what happened to the guy, but 46 counts. You saw a video of this? Yeah, this video of it. Oh, my god! A dentist in Anchorage, Alaska, has been convicted on dozens of charges after he was filmed extracting a patient's tooth as he stood on a hoverboard. Seth Lockhart was convicted on 46 felony and misdemeanor counts in Anchorage Superior Court on Friday by Judge 46 Michael 46 felonies? I mean, jeez, man. Who called the evidence presented by the State Department during a five-week bench trial overwhelming. A lawsuit filed by the state in 2017 charged Lookhart with unlawful dental acts, saying his patient care did not meet professional standards. Imagine that. So how how long? So the 46 counts, how long in prison? 
Um, well, he was charged with medical assistant fraud for billing Medicaid for procedures that were unnecessary and not properly justified, and theft uh, of twenty five thousand. Uh, this is or something. More. This is something completely different. Well, no, that, that, say, like, they both factor into it. Uh, um, I was about to say, there's nothing that like a, a dude on a hoverboard. Like, there's no way he can commit 46 different things yeah. just in that that one video or whatever. Yeah, this guy apparently had so, a like, lot of So, like, they launched an investigation on him and then found some other stuff, is what you're saying. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a bad dude. Or at least very bad at his job. I mean, I definitely would be uncomfortable if my dentist rolled, rode in on the hoverboard. <laughs> I'd be slightly impressed, kind of <laughs> nervous, but in no way would I think... This dude's probably a felon. <laughs> Not on 46 counts, anyways. And he's just like, yeah, I, I rode a hover, uh, hoverboard and took out somebody's tooth. I wonder if he rode it into the courtroom. I mean, That'd I would be, be nervous cool. at first, but ultimately would I would think, a... like, man, this is this dude is quite impressive and ultra-productive. <laughs> ultra-productive. Yeah. He can move. Man, like if he's willing seen. to zoom in there on a hoverboard, not even get off of it, stay on it, keep his balance, yank that tooth out, and zoom to the next one, the dude's making money. <laughs> I'm nervous at first, but then I'll be like, that's just a good businessman. <laughs> Bad dentist, obviously, a great businessman. Obviously, he was trying to be. He was trying to get money from Medicaid that didn't even, he couldn't <laughs> even actually bill him, so. Oh. <sighs> All right, well, Justin, bring us home, man. All right, thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you all have had a great week. Uh, thank you to our sponsor, Metal Central. They do uh, amazing things, and they have great products. So <laughs> go check them out. It's um, better each and every week. <laughs> uh, gosh, you threw me off by saying that now. Oh, my gosh, I was on a roll. I threw you off? Yeah, uh, your shortest, you your shortest, uh, your shortest into an episode is like four and a half minutes. Okay, it was about it was about to be short, but you just completely ruined it. You don't believe that? Um, so you can follow us at TGM uh, podcast on Instagram. TGM Pod, yes. TGM Pod, <laughs> uh, and Instagram, Twitter. Uh, follow us on YouTube. Uh, check us out on our website, Game Managers. Dot com great content great articles from Nick you can pull up the podcast right there easy peasy uh, check out for um, trivia stuff the contest on the Facebook page where you can win prizes tickets to the baseball games yes, basketball next week is Auburn baseball tickets uh, so yes. Auburn fans be sure to look out for that also don't forget to vote on the bear poll bear versus gorilla poll oh uh, yes yeah. please vote on that that's very important to us apparently I don't know why but it just is um, and then check out our merch. Or we have shirts that are still amazing. You should go get them. Great products. Very comfortable. Um, check us on Patreon. We've got great videos of us playing games, just goofing around. And that's all I got. Y'all have any final words? Um, thank you again for listening, uh, sticking with us, and we'll see you next week. Thanks. Adios. All right. Where are you going, anyways? <laughs>